Journal of Medicine today. This is John Murphy. It's my pleasure to welcome to this podcast Dr. Stephen Badalak. Dr. Badalak is Deputy Director of the McGowan Institute and he's Professor of Surgery and Bioengineering at the University of Pittsburgh. Dr. Badalak, welcome. Thank you, John. So I asked you to come to join us today to talk about a clinical trial. But first of all, to describe the technology that's involved in the muscle regeneration. As you know, Regenerative medicine encompasses a wide scope of disciplines and virtually all body systems, including the musculoskeletal system. My laboratory is focused upon approaches to regenerative medicine that involve mainly the microenvironment centered around the extracellular matrix. For more than 20, 25 years now, we've shown that there is an innate regenerative ability or inductive signaling process within the extracellular matrix that helps to promote the regeneration of injured or missing skeletal muscle. We've shown this in numerous benchtop studies, a whole variety of preclinical studies. And about five or six years ago, we published a paper on a human clinical trial in which 13 patients were implanted with various forms of extracellular matrix material and got excellent results. These were patients who had failed all attempts to regenerate their muscle and were in many cases prepared for amputation of their limbs. All 13 patients exceeded our a priori established criteria for success. They regenerated almost 40% of the muscle mass that was missing and their clinical function scores improved well over 100%. So we've taken advantage of these advances, made further advances, and are initiating a second clinical trial. So the clinical trial is limited to increasing the extremities, is that correct? There's lots of different forms of muscle disease, as our audience knows. There's genetic diseases like Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. There's the problem called sarcopenia, which is a gradual loss of muscle as we all age. And then there's a traumatic loss of muscle, which is where this clinical trial is focused. There's a condition called volumetric muscle loss. By definition, that means that a significant portion of the muscle in a given muscle group, like your thigh or your calf or your upper arm is lost, almost always due to some form of trauma. And this exceeds the natural regenerative ability of skeletal muscle. As we all know, we injure our muscles every day. If we're exercising hard or working out in the yard on the weekend, or we get the bumps and bruises, but we don't scar, that tissue regenerates and we don't even think about it. But when you lose up to 20% of the mass of a muscle, that just exceeds the ability of our bodies to regenerate muscle and the body replaces it with scar tissue which holds things together, but also is associated with a significant loss of function. So this particular trial is focused upon patients with that type of muscle injury of volumetric muscle loss, and specifically those patients who have experienced some sort of traumatic event and have failed the conventional methods to attempt to 
help them regenerate the muscle like muscle grafts or so forth. And so this particular therapy is intended for those patients who are really at their wits end in terms of wondering what's next. Dr. Badalak, who's funding this study? This study is funded by the Defense Department. To the credit of the Defense Department, they recognize that our warfighters, our soldiers who are injured in, in battle survive but come back with significant morbidity or loss of function. And so they've dedicated resources in an attempt to come up with ways to help these patients so that they don't need to have their limbs amputated or they don't need uh, mechanical assistive devices. So it's a DOD-funded study. And just like in the first study, the clinical end of it is led by Dr. Peter Rubin, our chair of plastic and reconstructive surgery. I'm the principal investigator for the study as a whole, and we are recruiting anywhere between 10 and 20 patients who fit the criteria for this study. We've started it uh, several months ago. We have two patients who have already been operated upon, and we are in the process of recruiting patients. The age limits are a minimum of 18 years of age, all the way through 70 years of age. There are other criteria that we can explain to those that might be listening here and are interested in potentially becoming part of this trial. They can contact us at the following number, 412-641-8676. That's 412-641-8676. Alternatively, they can email me. My contact information is not difficult to find on the website for the McGowan Institute, and we'll get them hooked up with the right people to determine their eligibility and ability to participate in this trial. How much does it cost to participate? This study is funded entirely by the Defense Department, so the patients who are deemed eligible will have no cost out of their pocket. Everything from the interviews, the travel to to come to the University of Pittsburgh, the surgery, the post-operative care, the, the rehabilitation is covered under the cost of this study. So it's an excellent opportunity for individuals who may be close to giving up hope that they'll ever regain function of this lost muscle tissue to change their quality of life. And that's what we're all about. You know, basically, it's quality of life, not quantity of life that we're interested in. And we have a already proven method for doing this. And this second study is a stepping stone toward the more widespread application of this method beyond the University of Pittsburgh. Where do these surgeries take place? All of these surgeries for this particular clinical trial are taking place at the University of Pittsburgh. And as I said, all costs for the patients are covered, including travel to get to the University of Pittsburgh. Well, let me say something about the risk-benefit ratio. You know, this particular technology, which uses a solid sheet form of extracellular matrix as an inductive scaffold to induce the restoration of vascularized, innervated skeletal muscle, has been used in a lot of other clinical applications now for, oh gosh, more than 20 years, and there's more than 15 million patients that have been implanted with various forms of this scaffold and there's never been a reported incidence of an adverse immune problem or a disease transmission. So the, the risks associated with this are minimal. 
Uh, it's basically a proven technology for other applications. The study is an effort to expand its application for these patients who suffer from volumetric muscle loss. And on the benefit side, if we can get a repeat of the results we got in the first study, these are people who now have the opportunity to throw away their crutches, get out of a wheelchair, pick up their kids, walk up and down stairs without assistance, lift things that they couldn't lift before. I mean, it truly has changed the quality of life for patients in that first study. And we're now taking advantage of some advances in our understanding of the matrix that's used in this study to hopefully get even better results. So if I recall correctly from the first study, there's physical therapy before the surgery and there's physical therapy after. That's right, John. The study involves first assessing eligibility to enter the trial. Once that's done, then these patients are put into a customized physical rehabilitation protocol to be sure that they are at their maximum functional ability prior to surgery. Then we do surgery with the idea that the goal is to improve their function at least 25% beyond their preoperative maximal ability. We do this because we want to be sure that nobody says, well, you just finally figured out the right rehabilitation protocol. We did this in the first clinical trial. And as I said, the functional results were well over 100% improvement in the 13 patients who participated in that study. And sometimes that preoperative therapy goes for four weeks. Other times it goes eight or 12 weeks even. But we want to be sure that we eliminate all of the potential criticisms that might come about as to the value of the technology itself and not just the physical therapy. And again, all of this is paid for as part of the Defense Department funding of this study. I assume once you fill the full suite of candidates, the, the trial will not accept any more patients. Is that correct? That's right. Right now, we're looking for at least another 10 patients. But once we get to that point, what will probably happen is there'll be an assessment by the DOD as to whether or not to extend the trial or continue it. What we'd like to do, if we're successful, is to expand it to be a multi-center trial so that there might be five separate institutions that do it. Because like I said, we don't want this to be a Pittsburgh-centric only therapy. We want this to be something that everybody understands can be widely used so that the benefit is global and not just Pittsburgh-centered. One of the messages to our listeners is that if you were interested, you need to get in the queue soon. That's right, because like I said, there are a limited number of slots. The number, again, to call is 412-641-8676, or you can contact us by email and we'll get you in touch with the right people. Dr. Badalak, thank you for joining us and sharing with us your pioneering research. We wish you success in the clinical trial to offer new therapies for people with volumetric muscle loss. Contact Dr. Badalak at the number provided if you have an interest in further exploring participation in this trial. Thank you.